You are listening to Nerds with Mics. Today's podcast is brought to you by Gamefly.com. Sign up for a premium free 30-day trial specifically for our listeners at the following URL. Gameflyoffer.com slash nerds with mics. This week, the nerds are talking about Suicide Squad, what happens when you meet someone in No Man's Sky, and why does everyone want to play Squirrel Girl? All this and much more, this is Nerds with Mics. I did not expect that. Hey, everybody, I'm Justin. <laughs> and I'm Travis. I'm Maxwell. And this is episode 15 of Nerds with Mics, a podcast about movies, TV shows, games, technology, and much more. The Nerds with Mics podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found on nerdswithmics.com. So, after that musical introduction, uh, what have you guys been up to? Don't act like you're not impressed, Justin. I was very impressed. How did you guys coordinate that without me knowing? I had no idea Maxwell was actually going to do it. All, yeah, I spent all week uh, practicing that. That was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, this week, well, um, I have been playing more disc golf, but in case, uh, for those of you that don't know, No Man's Sky came out. It's finally so here. It, it is finally here, and the, the hype is real. The, the hype is real. It's really good. Um, so other than that, uh, and occasionally watching a few episodes of Gilmore Girls with my wife, only because we only have one big TV, and I have to wait till she's done to play No Man's Sky. So. Oh man, yeah, sucks to suck, I guess, right? Yeah. What about you, Maxwell? Um, I, there was a car show I went to on Sunday. Um, and that's pretty much it. Did Besides you see? Sport. Did you see a lot of cars? Oh, you know what? I did see uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, Ooh, nice. well, we'll get into that. What everybody thought? I'm kind of curious of everybody's point of view of the movie. So okay. Well, I also have been playing No Man's Sky. I'm really into it. I also saw Suicide Squad. I'm into your mom. And I, you know, I thought we talked about this. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> anyway, uh, I saw Suicide Squad. And, you know, we'll talk about that in a little bit. I did start Batman v Superman. Did not finish it. Oh, that's right. I forgot you were texting me and Maxwell during, yeah. while you were watching it. I hated it. I hated what I saw of it. It was all over the place. Did you finish it at all? No. Uh-uh. How I'm, far well, did you it's get? It's a good thing that you waited so long because, like I said last time, <laughs> I know, you know, don't have an opinion anymore. <laughs> I got an hour and 20 minutes in before I said, okay, if they're not going to do anything, I'm going to stop watching. So is that far enough in that Batman and Superman fought? No, this is the extended edition. Oh. So it's like basically, yeah. It's it a halfway mark. So you didn't even get to the meat and potatoes of the whole thing. No, I couldn't. I was so bored. I'm going to go back and finish it, but uh, I don't know. Not today. Yeah. Same thing with your mom. <sighs> Travis, I thought we... <laughs> I didn't even prepare any new material, yeah. you know? Listen, I'm after you this week. So. Oh, man. I, that's fair. Yeah. So uh, you, uh, Maxwell had mentioned seeing Suicide Squad, and Justin, I know you've seen Suicide yeah. Squad. So I'm kind of curious. Justin, we'll start with you. What did, uh, what did you think? Uh, okay. I went into it knowing what the reviewers were saying, and I was like, eh. We'll see what it is. And I loved it. I, I really enjoyed that movie. I enjoyed how much um, it wasn't just a Harley Quinn and Deadshot movie like some people are saying it was. I felt like all the characters really got fair uh, a fair amount of screen time, including uh, El Diablo and uh, Flag. I forget his first name, but they all... Captain. Kind of, Captain. Captain, yeah. And I just felt like everyone really had a, a decent amount of screen time. My biggest complaint is I kind of wish the Joker wasn't in it at all. Not because I didn't like him, but... 
I feel like he was just there to sell tickets. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, Except for that one scene at the very end. That would have been the best way to introduce him. That's true. That's very true. Maxwell, what did you think? All right, so I did like BBS. We've gone over that. Suicide Squad was enjoyable. I think overall it was a good movie. I was surprised how much screen time it had for um, uh, Cara Delevingne. Oh, I, I was too. She was, yeah, I didn't think she was going to be that that big in it, but it was good. Um, I am right with my original thoughts of the Joker being terrible. I could not stand Jared Leto's Joker. Could not stand it. Now, on that note, Harley Quinn killed it. Yeah, I absolutely killed it. Um, I don't think there was fair screen time for Boomerang, though. I agree. I, he was the character I would have to say that I liked the least. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Just because, I don't know, I just, his ability, I, I just didn't really care for that character. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I liked. I thought he was funny in the in the timing that he he had something uh, witty to say, but as far as like his ability and stuff, I just didn't really care for him. Did, did you guys read the... Um, I believe I sent you guys a link last night, I think it was, about how Suicide Squad is basically like a game of D&D. Yeah. Did you read it? No. Oh, it was so funny. It was like uh, Captain Boomerang is the guy who gives his character a, a pink unicorn fetish and an Australian accent just to pass off the, piss off the Game Master. And uh, the soundtrack is just the Game Master's soundtrack or music playing on his iPod in the background. Like They give everyone, like they basically just summarize the whole movie as a game of like D&D. And it was so funny. You got to read it. Read the link whenever you get a chance. Yeah, I have to do that. I do love. I do love a good D and D though. Yeah. I also did that over the weekend. I forgot to mention that. Your mom loves a good D and D too. That didn't make right. sense. All right. I don't know what that means. <laughs> D and D. Uh, that sounds bad. But Maxwell, did you have any other uh, things that you want to say about the movie before I give my thoughts? <sighs> what was yeah. your biggest surprise? I, were you I, Were you surprised by anything? Uh, how bad uh, Jared Leto was. Oh, okay. See, I didn't really think he was that bad. Um, I just felt like he was kind of forced. I don't really think we needed him well, in this movie. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you in the, like, he didn't need to be in it for a couple reasons, in my opinion. But I felt like him being the Joker was also forced. Like, he forced the character. Normally, he's really good at this kind of stuff, like, taking on, like, a whole new persona or whatever. But this, it was like he tried to be the Joker. You know what I mean? Yeah, I... uh now I'm not up on the the newer the newer Batman comics, but a coworker was telling me that uh, that I guess the new Joker that's in the comics is more like a flashy, flamboyant Joker, and that's what they were trying to go after. Hmm. But I, I don't know. I'm not really sure. I think if they would have had Joker in the movie only for Harley Quinn's origin story and left him out of anything that happened present day in yeah. that movie, I think that would have been a much better a much better route that they could have took. Yeah. So. But uh, I would say that I, overall I really enjoyed the movie a lot more than I thought I would. Um, kind of similar to Guardians of the Galaxy, I went into this movie not knowing anything about hardly any of the characters. Um, and I walked away and I was not disappointed, honestly. Um, one of the biggest things that, uh, that surprised me, though, is going into the movie, I did not think that I was going to like Will Smith. I love Will Smith as an actor. I've, I love a lot of his movies. But I... But when they announced that he was going to be Deadshot, I just didn't know if I could really see him in that role. But at the end, but by the end of the movie, he was probably one of my favorite characters throughout the whole movie. Um, you know, obviously Harley Quinn nailed that character. Yeah. 
Um, I thought there was really good chemistry between the cast as far as throwing jokes back and forth and stuff. Um, if I had to nitpick the movie, the only complaint that I would probably have would be the villain. Now, I don't know if it's because I know absolutely nothing about the villain. I just didn't really, I don't know, I just didn't really care for the villain. And I thought towards the very end of the movie when it's the the lead, uh, it's the, the female villain, I just thought the CGI was terrible it was. at the end of the movie. Like, I thought it looked awful. Um, but other than that, I mean, I, you know, for Rotten Tomatoes to give it, what, a 27? I think, yeah. I think fans gave it like a 75. I mean... I don't. I definitely think it deserved better than a twenty-seven for sure. So yeah. So overall, I was uh, overall I was pretty happy about it. So, what other news do we have? In uh, anything else that you wanted to mention? The Suicide Squad, Justin. Well, you know, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. He has been very candid with his remarks. He's been uh, very disappointed of how much of his role was cut. Uh, he was only on screen for around fifteen minutes, and I feel like if they actually made him a, a main character of the movie, uh, it wouldn't be a problem. Um, they should have either made him a main character or they should have just cut him out completely. Um, however, he did say that there was enough, there was so much footage cut that there's enough to have a standalone movie. And um, one Redditor is trying to sue Warner Brothers in DC for falsely advertising the Joker's presence in the movie. And there's an Easter egg. Ooh. So in Batman vs. Superman, as far as I did get, uh, I saw the Robin's uniform. This yep. is jokes on you, Batman. Well, when they're doing like the character profiles at the beginning, when Harley Quinn pops up, it says something like uh, main suspect in the death of Robin or killer of Robin or something like that. Oh. So they're clearly playing into something that's probably going to come back in maybe the Batman standalone movie or a Joker and Harley Quinn movie. I did not catch that, nor did I read that. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Maxwell, did you see that? Um, it, I actually didn't notice it in the movie, but, uh, reading some stuff online. Uh, yeah. I was like, how did I completely miss that? Yeah. I actually, I, I was, I went into the movie. I read that before I went into the movie. So I was able to keep an eye out for it. So I knew exactly when it was going to happen. And yeah, I caught it. It only flashes up for like a second. Huh? Well, that's, that, um, that's a really I actually good have some, uh, more information based on, uh, really Jared or not Jared Leto, but the David Iyer coming out and talking about this, uh, joker business with the robin and just uh i guess it was like a couple of days ago he this is a quote from him this is sort of my personal thing and maybe less about a larger connection but joker killed robin and batman basically smashes his teeth out and locks him up in arkham asylum it's in the asylum where joker would have done the damaged tattoo on his forehead um, <clears throat> as a message to Batman saying, you've damaged me, I was so beautiful before, and now you've destroyed my face. And that's where the grill comes from. Hmm. Oh. I want to see that happen on film. So, right, and I, I feel like that should have been in the film. And Maybe they recorded it and they didn't put it in there, but it, it seems better to put that in there and explain some stuff rather than have a, a David Iyer tell us yeah. randomly in a interview. Now, is the standalone Batman supposed to take place after the events of Suicide Squad, or is it... I, have no I don't idea. think there's a real clear answer yet. Yeah. I hope it's before every movie that's made in this universe so far. Yeah, I mean that would make sense. But I don't know. I uh I think it would be definitely interesting to see a Batman movie at Arkham Asylum. Uh Arkham Asylum. And then also one of the things that I really, really liked about the movie, and it may be because I didn't know a whole lot about the comics, but I didn't really know how Harley Quinn got involved with Joker. Like I didn't know in the comics like that she was his psychiatrist and she eventually you know, kind of turns and goes crazy or whatever. But I just thought that was a, I liked that origin story and, and how they told it. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. So. They actually, I kind of felt bad for her because she wasn't 
she's only a villain because he kind of fried her brain at the beginning. Yeah, I know. It's it's kind of crazy. Yeah. So, uh, Maxwell, do you have some other Joker news for us? Um, kind of. It's not Suicide Squad related, but um, if you guys have seen the show Gotham. Yeah. It's a great show. It is fantastic. So we're going into season three, um, and they have stated that they will dive deeper into the origins of the Joker. Um, and they originally kind of like brought this character up um, with Jerome, who was like a young kid, um, which turned out not to be the Joker because he died in the in the show. But they're just trying to give, I guess, more uh, more ways to bring about how the Joker was created. But here's the thing: from everything I've ever understood, um, there's never been a story that's really told where the Joker came from and who the Joker is. Cause there's also been different Jokers through the time. Um, so that's where the show Gotham got in trouble kind of with Jerome. Cause they kind of implied that he was the Joker and everybody was like losing their mind. Cause they're like, no, we're not supposed to know this stuff. It's supposed to be kind of a mystery, which makes that character even better. Yeah. That's one thing I, now that you mention it. Yeah. I mean, We've never really known a name for Joker, right? He's just always been referred to as the Joker, right? Yeah, I think except for the um, uh, Michael Keaton one. What was his name in that? I can't remember, but he ended up being the guy, I think, if I remember that that movie correctly, he ended up being the guy that kills the Batman's parents oh, in that movie. They were and actually then, showing that movie tonight at the Cinemark by the Mall. Yeah, in case you didn't know how uh, Batman's parents die, you can go check that out. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, Justin, let's uh, move on to some other news. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I know a lot of us, I know you and I watched 112263. Do you actually have a Hulu subscription or do you use the free web version? Uh, neither. I actually borrow uh, somebody else's account in exchange for another account. Well, you're going to jail. <laughs> So, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Uh, well, Hulu announced earlier this week they're actually doing away with the free version, so... No more website-based Hulu, huh? No, you're going to have to pay for it now. Well, sucks to. I think not that have money. I think that makes sense. I mean, because I think it was either last episode or episode before last, I'd mentioned that they're working on their live streaming service. Yeah. Um, so I think that's going to just fall right in line with what they're trying to do as far as give you on-demand content, but also live stuff. Having a free option does just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it makes sense. Uh, also, uh, in TV-related news, um, and I think. Gotham's on Fox, right, Maxwell? Yes. That's right. Yeah, so in other Fox news, I should say, uh, Fox is in talks to actually make another X-Files season. So uh, we just recently got an X, uh, X-Files season, and we thought it was going to be kind of just like a reunion and kind of a one-shot deal. Uh, but evidently they're now in negotiations uh, with actually having, trying to have another season. So I guess, I guess the last season went pretty well. Uh, have you guys watched X-Files much at all? No, no I haven't. Maxwell? Uh, yeah, actually, I loved it as a kid. Uh, but this season that just came back out, I watched uh, every episode. It was really good. Oh, so the new episodes were good. I haven't actually seen the new ones. Yeah, check it out. I will check it out. So, All right, well, let's get back into some comic book news, Maxwell. All right, then. Uh, <clears throat> so last week we were talking about uh, Netflix and how they're doing all these series. Uh, the Luke Cage trailer is actually out now, um, and of course it's the same actor, Mike Coulter, uh, he, you would have seen in Jessica Jones when he first took on the role. Um, so he's reprising the role, and man, this looks, it looks good. Like, really good. It's set in Harlem, 
uh, soundtrack fantastic according to the uh, trailer we got a little bit um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it but as a reminder the show is available uh, September 30th and I'm hoping we can binge watch and not have to wait a week at a time oh you should typically Netflix is binge watching all at once my question is though uh, do we know from the trailer um, if this is in the timeline after Jessica Jones or before Jessica Jones is it clear I could not tell honestly it might be I'm going to say it's before based on the fact that it, in the trailer, they talk about his origin, like how he got his powers. Um, and then some people are encouraging him, like, hey, if you got this strength, you should use it for good. And he, he's like, I just want people to leave me alone. But that kind of happens in Jessica Jones, right? He just wanted yeah. to be left alone. So yeah, eh, when he maybe had, it is after. Yeah, when know. he had his bar or whatever, like, yeah, that was his big thing is he just wanted to go unnoticed. So Yeah, um, so maybe this is after then. I guess that makes yeah. more sense. Cause I guess so. I guess this is uh, setting up like this is just introducing another origin for a character because they're eventually going to lead up. I think you talked last week uh, up into what Iron Fist is called is kind of what it's called. Uh, that is a show with the Defenders. The Defenders. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah. So that's really exciting. I- I'm kind of excited for this because, I mean, you said we're not going to get a second season of Jessica Jones to what? Tw- did you say 2018? That's right. Yeah, it'll be after the Defenders. I yeah. think. Yeah, so that's 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 good news. So, what other news do you have for us, Maxwell? Um, you guys remember the Oceans movies? With yes. George Clooney, Brad Pitt. Loved all those movies actually, and I didn't think yeah. I would. It was just a cast of handsome, dapper men. Yes. Uh, so they had eleven, twelve, and thirteen. Um, apparently, Sandra Bullock is going to be a leading role um, in an all-female cast, uh, which seems to be taking a trend now in the new film, but it's going to be called Oceans 8. Do you have something against women, Maxwell? Huh? Do you have something against women? Uh, Unlike you, no. (laughs) Touche. No, I'm all about it. Uh, So some of the actresses that have been announced to partner up with her are uh, Anne Hathaway, uh, our girl Rihanna, which apparently is everything now. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Helena Bonham Carter, Mindy Kaling, you guys remember from the Mindy Project? Yes. And And then... uh, some rapper uh, I've never heard of, but Aquafina. It's oh. just spelled. <laughs> I like that spelling. Yeah, that spelling is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's exciting. I love the oceans. Uh, I love the oceans movie. Now, I assume you said uh, o- you said Oceans Eight. Now, I wonder if they're trying to set themselves up. If it does well, they can do an eight, nine, and ten, which would lead right up to eleven, twelve, and thirteen. Well, the numbers are how many people are in the heist. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, that's what's eleven. That, yeah, it yeah. just happened to it's be. It's not like the eleventh ocean movie. <laughs> Oh, well, I know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. that I, I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah. Now I kind of feel like an idiot. That's embarrassing. It's not like Star Wars. <laughs> well, technically, it could still go 8, 9, 10 regardless. Yeah, it could. Because It there's... could go 8, 4. Why can't it be 11, Travis? Because they're women and the men already did that? No. Nope. It's like glass <laughs> ceiling. So, who knows? Anyways. Well, that's exciting. Uh, it would be interesting to see what kind of story they tell if it's literally going to be same thing about being in Las Vegas, taking casinos, but with a female cast, or if they're going to put a different spin on it, you know? Yeah, and, you know, I'm I'm open to this stuff. This is the thing, though. With the internet, just like with Ghostbusters, oh, people lose their shit, man. Like, oh, why is it got to all be females, or why is it got to be a recasting, or whatever? But you know what? Like, these are some great Emmy Award winning, Globe winning, whatever they get they've all won something i think even rihanna's gotten some stuff for acting what about aquafina um <laughs> what has aquafina done got a contract no with a water <laughs> company 
<laughs> but uh yeah I'm, I'm pretty pumped i think it it'll be good um but I, i'm totally open to this kind of stuff a lot of people just speculate that we're not in an age where women's movies like wonder woman can take like a big box office hit you know but it's i, I think it's definitely time it's working i'm really excited for wonder woman by the way i know it's not anywhere in the show notes <sighs> it looks but so I, good but after watching that trailer I've, it's I'm i'm really excited for that movie I might even be more excited for that than I am for Justice League, and I know that sounds weird. Oh, me too. That sounds weird. I think maybe the music got me more. It got me amped. It's so good. Dude, yeah, that's like legit. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. Um, oh, I will I, say, go ahead, Justin. I, was, uh, I made fun of the music in the Justice League trailer. That's the White Stripes, apparently. Do you feel bad about yourself now? No, because they made music that sounds like royalty-free music <laughs> Okay. for a movie trailer. Fair enough. <laughs> Wowzers. Yeah. What were you going to say, Maxwell? Um... You think they're going to bring Superman back in Justice League? I think if they do, it's going to be maybe at the end. Because they already announced the Man of Steel 2. Yeah. Well, I think they said the only way that he would agree to do Man of Steel 2 is if he's brought back in the new Justice League movie. I think that was part of the agreement. Oh, he'll be in it. But I think it's going to well, be... Yeah, but I, I don't think they killed him off to like not have him. Oh, I, no, no, You no. know what I mean? Like they, yeah. they definitely have plans as far as like just following the comics and killing him off with yeah. Doomsday. Do I think do I think he's gonna have a big role in Justice League? Probably not. I think they're probably gonna do one of those things where they introduce him maybe right towards the end of the movie, or maybe he comes back to save the day. As far as like all of them are in or hurting and they need help, and he'll come back. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be cool. So uh, speaking of female leads, we got another movie uh, coming out. I just watched a trailer for uh, it was a sixty second trailer for the movie called Arrival, and it's got Amy Adams as the main character, um, and then it's Jeremy Renner, and Forrest Whitaker. Have you guys seen the trailer for this at all? I have not, no. I haven't either. Okay, so look it up after the show. Arrival is basically, uh, from what you can make from the 60 seconds, um, and aliens start taking over the the planet with uh, just like pods or whatever that just kind of land on the planet. I'm already in. That's all you have to say. And you don't see anything. You just see these like kind of egg-shaped pods that are just massive. Um, but they're invited out to the ship. And in the trailer, they get on this lift, and they go up into the ship, and then there's no gravity, and they have the suits on. And it's on Earth, but there's no gravity, which is pretty interesting. And they're just standing there, and they're like, well, now what do we do? And they're like, we wait for the arrival. And then that's kind of like the end of it. Hmm. So it's pretty exciting, though. I I like movies like this. Like um, I don't know, It kind of reminded me of War of the Worlds a little bit, Contact. Like movies that don't directly have like massive alien attacks, like Independence Day. More of, I guess you'd say it's more of just like a thriller rather than like an action sci-fi. Yeah, I'm watching the trailer right now, actually, uh, and it looks crazy. Like these, when you said pods, I was thinking like these really small pods, but no, they're like huge pods. And then when they step into them, they have no gravity. It's really weird. It yeah, looks, and then they're like walking on the ceiling or something. Yeah, it looks really, really cool. Is there a release date for that yet? Because I don't see one. Oh, uh, the 16th of this month. Whoa. No, sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, 11, uh, 11. So that would be November 11th. <laughs> My bad. I think it said so, full. Hold on. Maybe the full, tra- oh, full trailer release is on the 16th of this month. Uh, and then the movie is actually out November 11th. Well, that's good information to have. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, that's exciting. So, yeah, we'll have the full trailer in six days. So that's kind of exciting. So here's a little something else I got for you, buddy. 
This, I feel like, is something you'd totally be into. This is right up your alley. Uh, Resident Evil. It's called The Final Chapter. It comes out next year, but I think we've spent a couple, uh, wasted a few hours watching those movies in the past. Yes, we have. So I know we love the games. The movies are in a totally different universe, um, essentially. But it's it's still got what's-her-name in it. How many are they up to now? I don't know, like 15. Too, I don't know. Many. Yeah. There's too many. This one, the trailer actually looks pretty good. Um, but it's called the final chapter, so they can't make another one, right? They this will. isn't going to be like Not Saw. with the same actress, I assume. So like if they do a Mila reboot. Or, yeah. Honest question. Has she done anything ex- else besides Resident Evil? Um, the Fifth Element, which I want a sequel to. Huh. Yeah, have you ever watched? I bet you've never seen Fifth Element. Dude, are you serious? Are you shaking your head no? Yes, he is. Wow. You're, all right. You're dead so to all the you're listeners. Kicked off the podcast. It's like a it's a nerd must have. You need to tonight watch the fifth element. It's got Bruce Willis, um, Chris Tucker. Yeah, it's it was Chris a, Tucker in one of his earlier movies. It sounds like a Tarantino movie. No, it's Dude, not. It's so good. It is. It's so good. It's everything. Was that early was that nineties or early two thousands? 90s. I'm not sure. Early 2000s, maybe, but it was cheesy, but in the right way yeah. that makes it so good. And that's like Mila Jovovich, that character. Man, you'll see that at uh, like comic conventions and stuff. People will be dressed up in her uh, outfit all the time. Man, cool story. Uh, I'm kidding. You're dead. You're dead to both I'll check of it out. I'll check it out. Well, that's good news that there's a, a Resident Evil coming out next year, uh, and we can finally be done with this franchise and then just play video games, and hopefully they reboot the movie one year when I'm not here anymore. So, <laughs> yeah. So, Justin, you had some more news about Squirrel Girl. I know that was something we talked about several episodes ago. Yeah. What else you got about Okay, so you guys have heard of Stranger Things, right? Yeah, have you heard of Stranger Things? Yeah. Have you finished it? No, I haven't finished it, but I started it. Oh, okay. Anyway, there's a character named Barb. Huh, right? Is that right? Yes, that's correct. All right. And she's played by a lady named Shannon Purser? Yes. Well, Shannon Purser says, hey, Anna Kendrick, I want to play Squirrel Girl, too. Oh, no. <laughs> so this character that we didn't really know anything about now has two, well, one major star and one probably going to be major star wanting to play the role. So what do you do at this point to decide who gets it? Do you see who can put the most nuts in their mouth? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, if they're going to be Squirrel Girl... If we're doing that, then your mom gets the part. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. I mean, how, how do you compete to see who's going to be a better Squirrel Girl, though? I don't Who know. Who can climb trees better? Yeah. Who can... Well, are these Put them both in a wingsuit, make them fly down a mountain, and whichever one's alive at the end gets it. I mean, I guess that's true. And if none of them are alive, we just don't get that movie. Fair enough. Okay. We settled it. Yeah, we settled it. I still can't believe, though, uh, some of the... The more notable defeats that Maxwell read off a few ep- uh, yeah, a few episodes ago that she's actually taken on some big people. Deadpool and... Uh, I think he said Thanos as well. Wolverine. Wolverine. Thanos, I think, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. But with this much attention that this character is getting, do you think that they're going to make a movie now? Uh, I mean, possibly. I'm going to call it right now. Next year's Comic-Con, they're going to announce it. And, and Kendrick's <laughs> going to walk out I on would, stage. I would almost see that being... Her making an appearing role like as a cameo in something. Not a dumb movie? Well, a cameo at first to see how well the response is, uh, and then maybe doing a possible standalone. Like Howard the Duck at the end of... uh... Howard the Duck at the end of uh, Guardians, right? Guardians, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't they just let her have it? 
They let Ant-Man have his thing. I mean, I guess that's true. because he's a man? No, it's... I mean, why don't you want this to happen? I mean, trust me, if it's going to happen, I want Anna Kendrick to be the girl. Why not the other one? She's a girl, too. What's wrong with girls? Because Anna Kendrick is my girl crush. I know. It's Max... Who's your girl crush, Maxwell? Um, man, maybe Taylor Swift. Oh, what? I thought you were going to say that girl from Ex Machina. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, yeah. I mean, Cardell, I think that was... Vicander or something like that. Either one? Yeah. Taylor Swift is your crush? I mean, have you seen Taylor Swift? Yeah. She'd make a good squirrel girl. (laughs) She just kind of looks like a squirrel. I don't know. Oh. (laughs) I mean... But no, uh, uh, Alicia Vikander. That's it. I thought it was like Allison Vikander. Yeah. Well, moving on to more movie news. Wait, did you see uh, Mike and Dave need wedding dates? Yeah. Did you like it? Oh, no, I, I have not seen the movie. No. Oh, it was good. I heard it was terrible. No, it's funny. I mean, oh, it's not like a good movie. It's not going to win any awards. Wait, so that was a theater? Yeah. In theaters? Yeah. You went to the theaters and saw that? I saw three movies that weekend. <laughs> Man, where were you like a month ago? I know. Well, I, I get very little time. And yeah, for, when, for a little time. Uh, that weekend I saw Mike and Dave, Swiss Army Man, and The Conjuring, too. Yeah. All good choices, I guess. Yeah, they were pretty supposedly. good. All right, so moving on to the last bit of movie news we have. So this isn't actually a news story. It was just something that I thought about, um, and it's, I think it's coming out in November. Um, for those of you that watch uh, TV's um, The Arrow with uh, Stephen Amell is playing The Arrow, uh, and then also his cousin Robbie Amell was actually playing a character, uh, was one of the villains in Flash and then also one of the heroes. But... Uh, yeah, so they're actually partnering up to do an Indiegogo project, and the movie uh, is called Code 8. Uh, there's a 10-minute short film on YouTube, if you haven't seen it yet, called Code 8. But they had a um, they had a goal where they wanted to raise some money to, to actually produce a, a full film, and they actually hit that uh, at $1,722,409 from 20,201 backers on crowdfunding. Um, so yeah, it, it if you watch the trailer... And Maxwell, I'll get your take on it because I know you watched it. Um, it has very much of a District 9 kind of feel to it, I feel like. Uh, but it's definitely a movie that I'm really kind of excited for. So uh, what did you think of what you, the short film that you watched, Maxwell? Uh, it made me think of the infamous, infamous game. Oh, where he's yeah. Got the, yeah. I kind of expected him to take off as electricity at the end, but that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it was kind of the point of they they kind of want left you wanting more, so to speak. But I thought for that to be such a short little a short little short film that uh, a short little short, short little short yeah. film <laughs> short kind of like short. what's in your pants short yeah. short. Yep, yep, you're absolutely right. Short, but uh, short. but I thought for what they did in that ten minutes, like the special effects, and I thought the the quality of the film itself was pretty good. I'm so I'm kind of anxious to see the movie. I think it uh, it's to be expected the full release. I think it's going to be one of those things that comes straight to DVD, though. Uh, it's going to be November of this year, I do believe. So, so yeah. So, go ahead, Justin. All right. Well, as you guys know, this show is brought to you by Gamefly.com. Travis, I came in today and noticed you had a Gamefly game. What game did you get? Uh, I had Technomancer. Technomancer. <laughs> oh, yeah, Technomancer, which was not very good. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, how did you get that game? Through the Gamefly, our Gamefly? Through Gamefly. And, and you know what's great is uh, is I got that game, I hated it, and I didn't have to feel guilty about spending... 60 doll hairs 60 on it. 60 doll hairs. Yeah. So, uh, so you know what I did? 
I'm going to send it back. You're going to send it back and get something good. Yeah, I think I'm going to get something from Xbox, maybe Halo 5, because I still have not played it. That would be an excellent choice. And for the rest of our listeners, you too can take advantage of this deal by going to GameFlyOffer.com slash NerdsWithMikes. Again, that's GameFlyOffer.com slash NerdsWithMikes for your free 30-day trial. Yeah, don't be a sucker. Yeah, free puppy with 100 reviews. Uh, that didn't make sense. All right, so <laughs> going getting back on track here, uh, something big happened. Something amazing, something beautiful. Yep, your mom came over. I was going to try to sneak it in before you could, and I just... Oh, I snuck it in, all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so so the day is the day has finally came, that's what she said, that that Maxwell has been waiting to just shake his fist in the air and say, I told you so. This whole time, he's been dumping on our game that we've been waiting to play. But that is called No Man's Sky. And there will be no dumping today, sir. Not today. Not today. The only dumping there will be is there's probably not going to be multiplayer. <laughs> but we kind of knew that. I mean, he told us not to expect anything. Yeah. Um, so, Justin, let's start with you uh, while I look up some uh, some interesting news about No Man's Sky. So tell me what your first impressions are. I know you haven't got to play a ton of it. I was intimidated. I still am. Um, apparently, there's some option to have guidance. I didn't get that, or I didn't see it. So I'm just kind of winging it in the galaxy all by myself. And, yeah, uh, yeah, the first monolith that you find uh, asks you uh, when you see it. It's like some sort of orb that you I'm, see, and, and, and it asks if that. you want to follow the atlas or if you want to explore and discover on your own. Yeah, I'm on my own, and it's terrifying. You probably it, did. You probably just went to straight getting resources and didn't even look. I, yeah, there was a thing uh, actually by your crash site at the very beginning that you were supposed to open. I went back to my the planet I started on, and I couldn't find where I crash landed. I was gonna say the planet's so big, there's no way you probably could have found exactly yeah, where I you couldn't. were, because that wasn't an actual uh, uh, a discovery spot. It was just where your plane was. You, um, I was looking for discovery spots. No. Oh, man. That's why I couldn't find it. Yeah, it's definitely not so a discovery So here I spot. am alone in the galaxy with no one to hold my hand, and I'm going to die. Yep. But it's amazing. It is so just... Do you not feel ig- insignificant in that game as far as how small you feel? Oh, it's nuts. It's just... I don't know how to describe it. It's just so much fun. Just pure joy as I play. And I'll tell you one of the things that I was surprised about is that the game that the night the the night that the game launched, there was I think four of us in our party chat, right? Yeah. And all four of us were describing what our planets looked like, and nobody was on the same type of planet. No. Like one was on a fire, like a, a like a an ice planet. I was on one that looked like Mars, but had green gases everywhere and really bright like plant life. And what were you on? I was on uh oh gosh, it was like a orangish planet, but not like Mars, but it had like uh. Poison rain and stuff like oh, that. Oh, poison rain? Or acid rain, yeah. Yeah, and then one of the other guys was on a plan that was mostly water. So yeah. uh, so it's just amazing. Uh, one of the things, there's a couple interesting things that I wanted to talk about real quick. So, um, so two guys on Reddit decided to try to find each other in the galaxy to make sure that... Uh, Maxwell, are you tired, about hearing, you're tired of hearing about uh, No Man's Sky? I know you are. Oh, oh, no, I was just letting you guys have your moment. I've been kind of waiting a long, long time. Oh, okay. Uh, the reviews, yeah, they're most reviews. I don't think I've seen one that has been completed. They're all like in, in progress. progress. Yeah, yeah. Um, but people are loving them. One, one I just read before the show started. A guy who said uh, the first five hours changed his uh, take on the game, like his opinion on it. But he was like me, like back in 2013. Oh man, I'm so pumped, and then really just got tired of everything getting pushed off and not you know, like given a solid date. So he just was over it, but he got the game 
five hours into it, he's just like, this is fantastic. Yeah, it's... it's Do you so. think you'll get it? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. They... Uh, mostly just because I don't really ever buy games that often. Oh. Yeah. Well, if you take advantage of that Gamefly offer, you can uh, rent it for free. <laughs> That's true. You're exactly right. Yes. You're the only one of us that has not signed up yet. <gasps> oh my god. But uh so some of the some of the crazy things. So there was two guys on Reddit that decided they were going to meet up. This is how we They were on Twitch. Oh, they were on Twitch, yeah. yeah. So this is how we figured out that there's not actually multiplayer already built into the game. The guys met up at the exact same place, which I feel like in itself would probably be a chore. Yeah. Right. Uh and they did not see each other. Um, and then we also seen that uh, Sean, uh, the developer uh, at Hello Games, the lead developer, um, he basically tweeted out and said, uh, do not expect this to be a multiplayer game. Don't go around looking for that experience. So and, uh, that's not to say that um, that can't be something that's added in later on down the road, but as its current state, this is not a multiplayer game. Uh, one of the other things is that 10 million... 10 million species have been dis- discovered so far in No Man's Sky in the first 24 hour game 24 hours the game's been out. Um and then one of the other things that I read is that um that the PlayStation 4 Neo could fundamentally change the No Man's Sky's experience. So I think that may have to do with possibly a more powerful processor. Uh also there was rumors saying and I don't know if they've confirmed them yet but the PlayStation, um, the PlayStation VR, the VR. I think they're for sure going to implement that. I mean, at, at first I couldn't see it, but as I was flying around in space, I was like, this would make such a good VR yeah. game because it's just so immersive. Like, I mean, it's just crazy. Um, but yeah, so my impression is the game. It's pretty awesome. Um, you know, it, it doesn't hold your hand. I will say that. Like, there's oh, nothing God, that no. says, "Hey, this is what you need to do." Uh, you have you're really responsible for figuring out how to play the game. In a way, I like that because I felt like I was really stuck on that planet at the beginning, and it was up to me to get off of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I yeah. think that was a good way to start the game because that kind of threw you into starting to uh, to figuring out how to to actually harvest material from the planet and things like that and craft materials. Now, is there any is there any details about the day one patch? Because we preloaded our games at midnight, so I don't know if the day one patch is already released yeah. or it hasn't. When it- yeah, it came out. Uh, it was like the day before. It was out because, um, okay, so that guy who got a copy of the game early, he basically played a version of the game that existed like two months ago. The day one patch um, changed a lot of stuff. I don't remember all the details now, but basically it's a drastically different game than what it was when he played it, so he should probably go back and play it again. Now they are planning. I, I, I mean, I know there's no official word if they're planning on multiplayer yet, but they are actually planning on giving you the ability to start building bases and stuff like that, oh, right? That'd be so awesome! I don't know. That'd be great. That would be really sweet. I mean, like it's a great game as a single player game, but if you think about being able to explore the universe with at least two or three friends, that would totally change the way the game feels. I know. It, I don't know if it's a technological uh, limitation. I know that Elite Dangerous, I want to say it's procedurally generated and it's multiplayer. So I don't know. Well, one of the things uh one of the things that I read is No Man's Sky's PS4 servers are too busy for multiplayer features. Hmm. So, I mean, if you think about how many people are probably playing that game and then you also think about multiplayer on top of that, I mean, Sony might just be ha- having a hard enough time keeping their servers up because you got to remember you don't have to have a PlayStation Plus game to play this game online, but Sony is also still providing servers. So if there's ever multiplayer, I can't imagine it being like an open world 
kind of like as many people can fit well, in. Well, you're just on a planet. I think it'll be like I invite you to my game, and the two I'm of us can do that. stuff, or like, maybe four people. But I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally fine with. It that. gets lonely out there in space. It really does, especially <laughs> one of my favorite things I like about the game is if you're looking at a destination and you're either walking or flying, it will tell you how long it will take you to reach I that, love that in real time. Yeah, like because at first I kept thinking when I was looking at these discovery spots. Like something was going to drop and the time was ticking down. But then when I got there, I realized, oh, I'm going to arrive in that time. And then when you look at some of the planets in the distance. It's like 800 hours. It's like 800 hours. <laughs> and then you crank like, it into hyperdrive. It's like two weeks. I mean, it's it's, it's really, really cool. Yeah. Um, I'm going to like just leave my PlayStation 4 on and just have them just coast yeah. <laughs> for two weeks. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so let's talk about, let's switch gears a little bit and talk about something that's not space exploration. Let's talk about Battlefield 1. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of like an odd news story. Uh, Amazon is going to have an exclusive Battlefield 1 Collector's Edition for $130. Now, I don't know what all you get with it. There's probably a statue or some, a map or something. But there's one thing you won't get, and that is the game. <laughs> well, tell, tell me about that. Uh, yeah, it's just $130, collect, $130 Collector's Edition that doesn't include the game, which... I guess you're just buying the extra junk that will sit on your shelf forever. I don't know. That's really weird. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't know. I wonder if you get one of those collapsible sho- uh, sh- uh, shovels like they had back in the day. I don't. Probably not. Or a med kit. A med kit. Yeah, you get a med That'd kit. That'd be sweet. Yeah. All right. So uh, on to more gaming news. So aren't you glad that you bought your? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I can't believe this is even a thing right now. So uh, Microsoft uh, has almost already sold out of their two terabyte Xbox One. One uh, S's consoles, and what's crazy is they are not planning on making anymore. Now I don't know if they, I don't know if maybe that's because they're just going to focus solely with the one and the the one terabyte and the five hundred gig, and then let you get external storage, or if they're going to try to speed up the speed up the uh, release of uh, Project Scorpio. Maybe it could be um, that they just don't want people to buy this console and then not upgrade to Scorpio. I mean that's a possibility because it's an extra, but it's an extra fifty bucks to go to two terabytes, so it's not it's not that big of a deal. Maxwell, yeah. did you have something you wanted to add? I've seen you uh, lean in there. Uh, what's the Scorpio? I don't know anything about that. So at E three this year, they um they basically teased that they were working on a more powerful. So the Xbox One S is basically just like the last Xbox One, except it's slimmer and it has the ability to do four K. So it's not. It's not technically a hardware increase. I mean, it just gives you the ability to do 4K and HDR. However, Project Scorpio is basically a newer Xbox that has increased power in every way. So it's it's basically kind of like when the play, when there was rumors that the PlayStation Neo was going to come out that was going to be a more powerful version of the PS4. It's basically just like my, Microsoft's version of that, so to speak. Um. They teased it at E3. Uh, they said it should release sometime. They say 2017, Justin. Yeah, I think holiday 2017. Yeah, holi- holiday 2017, which it, it just didn't make any sense to me. Like, why they would release this new Xbox One S, people would go ahead and buy it, and then they're going to release another one and be s- highly disappointed, like myself probably, this time next year. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so that's that's what the One S is. But yeah, they're not planning on making any more two terabyte uh, Xbox One Ss. So, I guess I'm glad I got mine when I did. So. so what can support 4K right now, besides from like streaming Netflix or something? Uh, well, they're coming out with games that will actually natively run in 4K, oh, well, supposedly. That's good. IGN posted Forza Horizon 3 gameplay in 4K. 
Oh, was it awesome? I don't have a 4K setup, but oh, yeah. it looked awesome. Maybe I'll watch it on my 4K TV. Maybe you will. Uh, the biggest <laughs> thing, the biggest reason I that I that I enjoy it is that it also is now a 4K Blu-ray player. And if you look at the price of standalone 4K Blu-ray players on the market, they're three to four hundred dollars just for a Blu-ray player. So this, if you buy the cheapest one, it, the the 500 terabyte starts at two ninety nine, right, Justin? I think so. Yeah. So I mean, it's a cheap. Oh, that's yeah, that's better. That's like when the PlayStation Three came out, and right. it was the smarter choice for a yeah. Blu-ray player. Yeah. So so that, and then any apps that are inside will obviously run natively in 4K, uh, 4K Blu-ray player. But then also, there's going to be games coming out that specifically support 4K and also HDR. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. Hey, I got a question for you guys. Yeah. Um, have you ever had a conversation with somebody, um, and you started talking about something that was really like emotionally connected to you like very nostalgic maybe something from your childhood and then that person just basically walks away from you or doesn't listen to what you're saying and they could just care less of what you're saying or just tell you to shut up and uh, then so all your all your feelings and emotions and memories are just thrown in the trash oh gosh, yes that's very sad yeah i do remember that because uh that's basically what nintendo just did uh, with all of our Nintendo Power magazines that we were just talking about in the last uh, episode. I was going to say, that didn't last very long. So here's the thing. We talked about it last week. It was like how many years worth of ep- uh, magazines? From it, from 1998 or from 1988 up to 2001. Yeah, so that's a lot of uh, 145, Nintendo Power. 145 issues to be exact. That was up for about five months before we talked about it. And uh, here's the thing. Nintendo went on there and removed it. And basically, it was because it, it got a lot more popularity about a week ago. Oh, man. We, we and we it. talked about it, and then it got pulled off. So did we cause that? I'm Is so that our sorry, fault? fellow nerds. Oh, no. What Is else have we like, talked about? Uh, yeah, well, we talked about Star Wars trailer yeah and then a week later it came out dude i think i think our words have powers guys we need to be careful we need to be careful we have too much power with great power comes great that is kind of crazy though i mean that's that's... yeah nintendo said it's because they're trying to protect their characters trademarks and their like all their other content protect them from who i don't know from (laughs) us i guess we're out to kill Mario. Yeah, thanks for thanks for not letting me look back at my childhood. I didn't even get a chance no. to go through and read through any good. You know ones. what the beauty of that being on the internet is, though. What? Somewhere there's a torrent. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and yeah. that's it's like what? It's not like we can go to uh, Nintendo.com and buy an old issue, so they're not losing money or anything. They're protecting the characters, Maxwell. Oh, that's right. They need saved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Good point. That's ridiculous. I, I feel that's like, such a lame excuse. We're like protecting of, the characters. I feel like out of all the companies like Sony, Nintendo, and uh, Microsoft, I feel like Nintendo is by far, because if it wasn't for their characters, Nintendo would be dead in the water. I mean, let's be yeah, honest. they uh, protect them. I'm still waiting on Disney to buy Nintendo. I think it's going to happen. Huh. I, I, I could see that happening, for sure. Maybe. So, so speaking of Nintendo... Uh, they just celebrated 30 years of the Metroid series. Oh, nice. It's pretty cool. Did they yeah. do anything so, special? Uh, yeah. Much like they did with the Nintendo Power magazine, they took a fan-made uh, remake of Metroid 2 from the original Game Boy, and they pulled that off the internet, oh, too. Oh, my God. Protecting the and, characters. And so here's the thing. 30 years, and you know how Nintendo is with, like, re-releasing stuff and anniversaries and 
What was that? Sorry, it's the internet. The internet is so uh, But they have, like, the remix series, and everything's like, hey, let's make money off of stuff we did 30 years ago. Metroid is 30 years. They didn't say anything. Oh. Keep talking. I hear it. Uh, so For Metroid music. The best thing that they could do, instead of saying anything to the public about their stuff, was pull a remake down because the fan, a fan made it. Oh my god! Now I'm just curious but, if our episode will get pulled down because I play a little bit of music. Uh, probably. Oh, so yes. on the original Game Boy. So if you remember that thing, not a whole lot of color or graphics, right? It was just like a different shades of yellow and gray. Beautiful. So this remake. Uh, honestly, it looks better than Super Nintendo. It looks better than the Game Boy um, versions like Fusion and stuff. But they add in all this color. They add all the environment. They layers. Um, the music is outstanding. It very much is the theme of uh, Metroid, but with better you know audio, obviously, than what you would get on a Game Boy. Um, there's a lot of videos and walkthroughs and stuff you can find online, but if you just type in... The letters AM, the number two, and then R, which basically just stands for another Metroid 2 remake, because apparently there have been like a hundred of them, but this one, this one's legit. I'll have to check it out. Is it, can you, do you have to play it on your computer or can you download it as like a ROM and play it on an emulator? Uh, yeah, emulator. You could do it on your computer. You That's could use a, one guy I was watching a video of, he was just using an Xbox controller. Oh, sweet. Nice. I'll have to check that out. I wish somebody would do a legit remake of Super Metroid. I mean, not that it needs to be remade. I'd like to see the, the graphics freshened up a little bit, but, you know. Yeah, and this is uh, an HD remake, so it'll oh, be right ooh. up your alley. Okay. Well, I, you've had you've sent a lot of things right up my alley today, and I'm liking it. <laughs> That's exactly where I like to put things. Yep, I like being on the receiving alley. end of that deal. <laughs> Justin, don't shake your head. He, he's just like doing me favors. That's all. Um, <laughs> so, I know what he likes. Yep. Uh, you know, it's a real friend. Yeah, yep. real friend. And if you like it, I'll send it right up your alley. Yep, right up the alley. I'm gonna keep my alley uh, away from you guys. Okay, that's fine for now. Yeah, <laughs> this alley, this alleyway is a two-way street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, getting back into some uh, Sony news. So, uh, Sony just announced uh, that they are gonna have a PlayStation event where they will most likely be unveiling the PlayStation 4.5. Uh, I also seen it named PS4K, which yeah, is kind of like that one. Which I kind of like that one. Uh, but yeah, on Tuesday, which was August the 9th, Sony actually sent invites uh, for the event in September. Uh, it's going to be on September seventh, uh, and it's also called it's called the PlayStation Meeting, where the company will share details about the PlayStation business. So a lot of people Ooh. assume that they're going to unveil uh, whatever this next iteration of the PS4 is going to be. Now, is the PlayStation meeting like a keynote kind of deal, like the public gets to watch it? Um, you'll probably be able to watch it. Um, like the press and stuff will be there, uh, but I think you probably won't be able to see it until after the fact. I don't think you'll be able to watch it live. Word? Sad day. Yeah, sad day, sad day. Um, so, yeah. So, but What do you think? Like They really have to just crush it. Well, the thing is, is like whatever they're deciding to do, they have to also take into consideration whatever Project Scorpio is going to be. Yeah. And Nintendo NX, because it's probably going to be not as good. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. But but the thing is, is I almost wonder, and I'm still, I still almost wonder if the reason that we didn't see anything about the PlayStation Neo or PlayStation 4.5 at E3 
was because Microsoft came so hard to the plate. Um, That's the thing they did, but they didn't all at the same time. But they, right. they put that fear in Sony. Yeah. No, I think so. I mean, hardware-wise, I mean, I think Sony... Teraflops. It, in my opinion, with the exception of Forza Horizon 2 and Sea of Thieves, I thought Sony had the better showcase for games. However, hardware-wise, I think Microsoft killed it. That's debatable. I don't know. Yeah, it's debatable. I think the winner was the Legend of Zelda conference. <laughs> Where they literally <laughs> just talked about Pokemon and streamed Zelda for... 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... They both, they both were great. Gamescom, or com, whatever it's called, is coming up really soon. It is, and we'll be, I'm sure, covering that information. Not there, obviously. Live from yeah. uh, <laughs> Germany or wherever I it is. Yeah, it's in Germany. Yeah, I wish that was go. a thing. So. How bad is it that Nintendo has to rely on like one game every like six years, like know, Zelda, to just true, blow it up? And it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's really unfortunate. Like Even Smash Brothers was like a big release, but... It's it's got nothing on the Zelda franchise. No. I gotta say though, whatever this next console is gonna be, they have to they have to hit a home run. I'll tell you right now, and I know that I think you guys have a different opinion than me, but if it really is a handheld and a home console, if the handheld portion can display the graphics of the home console version, that's awesome. Like that's really cool. It just depends on how big it is. That's what your mom I mean, said, but it still worked. No. But think about it. Like, would you have been willing if you take, and I'm not saying it's going to be this big, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> if you would have taken the Wii U gamepad, the Wii U gamepad, and I had to travel around with it, would that have been ideal for you? If I was able to play the exact same games on it, then I would make it work. No, it's so big. That's what I'm saying. It, you would look like it. You would just look like an idiot. I don't Have really you care. ever seen those guys that walked around with the. Um, like retro portable game consoles. Um, with the, and with the and Super I'm not Nintendo. talking about like a Game Gear, but yes, it takes like the NES or the Super NES yeah. and it I'm, makes it portable. Those things are so big and it's like... That, okay, that handheld, it was big, but it wasn't like obscenely large. It wasn't like I was carrying around It was around like a, a Game Gear. And the, battery, yeah, yeah. and the battery life was terrible. Yeah, but if, if everyone was like, oh, look at that loser, I'd be like, I'm playing the new Zelda game, douchebag, so who's the real loser? <laughs> Probably still me, but I don't care. <laughs> I'm having fun. Yep. I mean, I think, I don't know. If that is the case, I'm really excited about it. I don't know. I think I'm... I think because, I... like, think of the possibilities, Travis. You could tuck it away in your bag and on your lunch break, you could play Smash Brothers or something. I, I tuck it away on my lunch break every day. <laughs> but uh well here's here's what I will tell you. Okay, so the PlayStation uh Vita yes. where it has the ability to remote play PS4 games in you your know, home. In your home, uh that is very appealing to me. However, yeah. it's not super ideal because you you're you're minus two shoulder buttons. But what I, the whole point I'm trying to make the is that had the four shoulder well, no, 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 that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, I'm saying if they can capture me with the excitement of being able to play a full quality game on a handheld, no matter where I am, that is a possibility. But I just, I just, it, it has to be the right size. It has to have decent battery life. Um, you know, and it's just hard for me to believe with the way that this thing sounds like it's going to get designed, how it's even going to be able to k- compete graphically with any of the new consoles that's out. Because we, because historically Nintendo has always been behind in the graphic department. They said it would be, uh, I think, just between Xbox 360 and an Xbox One. No, I thought it was uh, just slightly worse than a PS4. Slightly worse. Yeah. 
two years later and slightly worse. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> that's what you're gonna give me. Okay, graphics. Are I everything. bought a I bought a brand new car, but it's not as good as the one that's two years old. Listen to me, though. Sounds great. So graphics are your number one thing <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to a game. It has to be a combination of everything. Yeah, I agree with that. But all I'm gonna say is the new Zelda looks awesome. Yeah, it does. And if they can make more games look like that, yeah. then I might be sold. We'll see. I don't know. I am excited. We have to wait till they really announce it. But I am excited at the prospect of, you know, if I am taking a flight, I can play the new Zelda game. Well, the battery life won't be as good as uh, Maxwell's Game Boy Micro. I'll tell you that right now. No, yeah, nothing. Nothing's <laughs> got. Nothing's got that. Hey, Justin, battery. let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Um, you have an iPhone, right? Yeah. Uh, let's say Apple released the the next generation phone. Uh huh. And it had three times the battery it has now, yeah. so you're more portable than ever. Okay. Um, but the resolution is that of uh, an iPhone 3GS. <laughs> is that what you would would you get that? Uh, I mean, for day to day, my phone's different than a game console, but so probably not. But he's making a technology comparison. Okay, but probably not. No. Right. You wouldn't take the step back, and that's what yeah. essentially Nintendo's going to be well, doing that's here. That's the thing. It's like I've played games on my iPad Pro that look better than Wii U games. Like yeah. that's like that's a thing. The Wii U is a mistake. Yeah. It never should have been made. Just like you. Whoa. <laughs> wow. That's right to the heart. Oh man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Who'd you. Who'd keep your mom warm at night? Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> All right, we're going to have to take a break. i got to poop. <laughs> All right, poop break. <laughs> and we're back. How was it? Uh, well, let's just say I could uh, poop through a screen door and not even touch a wire. Wow. Yeah, pretty bad. It's my goal. <laughs> Hashtag like goals. Sucker. Oh, gosh. What? I didn't hear you. What? A super soaker is what he said. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about some Rockstar game news and get this thing over. All right. Uh, So during a recent earnings report, which sounds like the most boring kind of thing you could ever get, uh, Rockstar Games said it was working on its next project. I kind of think, I I think we kind of all maybe expected them to already be underway on that. Uh, The rumors of Red Dead Redemption 2 at E3 were... uh, existent i don't know what i'm trying to say but basically they're working on their next game what do you think it is you think it's red dead 2 or do you think it's another grand theft auto or do you think it's something totally different i'm gonna go with red dead 2 and the reason i think that is is there was a lot of speculation saying that we were going to get some red dead news at e3 however with recent events that had happened at the time of uh e3 which i think it was the orlando shooting i think uh they actually had a trailer set to show that's the rumor. That's yeah. the rumor, but um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just reading too much into rumors, but I, I think maybe. it has to be it has to be Red Dead, I would think. I mean, there's so many fans that want another Red Dead. It, and we did get Red Dead backwards compatibility soon after that. Yeah, so to me it makes me think it's definitely got to be Red Dead 2. Uh, I definitely think it's too soon for it to be any sort of new Grand Theft Auto game. I want single-player DLC. I do too, but I don't think that's going to happen. They're, they're Notorious for only doing multiplayer DLC, right? No, they did single oh, player for GTA Four. That and Lost and Damned, I think. Yeah, Lost and the Damned and the Ballad of Gay Tony. Yeah, which that, that one was, was a good really one. good. Yeah, yeah. Inter- yeah. introduced that parachuting. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's L N O R two. Huh? Maybe it's L A Noir two. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, God. or maybe it's a new Rockstar's table tennis game. <laughs> oh man, I actually would enjoy that as well. I mean, or Bully, or uh, Manhunt. 
I don't think there'll be another manhunt. I don't either. It's a little that game's a little intense. Midnight Club. I do like Midnight Club. Yep. I used to love Midnight Club. Um, so Justin, uh, I know you're a big fan, huge fan of Telltale games. Yes. I also know uh, because the past several episodes, you have mentioned that I need to watch Mr. Robot. Watch it. Yeah. Yep. So if we take these two together. Uh, we got some recent news that uh, Telltale Game was possibly teasing something. Yeah, so the Telltale Games Twitter account and the Mr. Robot Twitter account have been uh, tweeting back and forth, leading people to believe that a um, Telltale Games Mr. Robot game could come out. Well, let me ask you, since I have not seen the show, Maxwell, have you seen uh, Mr. Robot at all? No? Uh, not even a second. Me neither. Um, do you think Mr. Robot would make a good Telltale Game? Yeah. I do. Now, what's the reasoning for that? It's just very story-driven. Um, and, like, there's action, but it's a lot of, like, it's a lot, of, explain, a lot of conversational stuff. And a lot of mental depression? There's a lot of mental illness, yeah. Oh. Well, he's kind of mentally ill, I guess you could say. Just watch it. I don't want to give it away. There's a, an amazing twist I really don't want to give away. Okay, I won't do it. I'm going to give it away right now. So, no, I'm no. kidding. So, <laughs> Your so, eyes got real big like, no. So this is something you would be behind and get excited for. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, cool. It would be kind of cool if they did it to like bridge the seasons too. Okay. Like to have it come out after the season. I guess I need to watch that show then. That's the next show that I'm actually going to watch. Yeah, I've only been telling you that for like 15 weeks. Now. I know, shut your mouth. Uh, 15. We've also 15. been telling you for six months to watch Batman vs. <sighs> Superman and I'm you sorry. didn't do it. I just, Still haven't completed I it. I tried. I really did. So... uh so that's all of the gaming news we have. So we're going to get into what we refer to as miscellaneous. We need to come up with a better name for miscellaneous. Um, really, I feel like this could go under tech. I guess that's true. So several episodes ago, uh, we had mentioned that Tesla had had their first uh, fatal accident in their car. Yep. Uh, the guy was watching Harry Potter uh, while driving down the road using the automatic uh, driving uh, software of the car. So... Recently, uh, a few weeks ago, there has been, uh, well, I think this story is actually recent, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think it was just this past week. Yeah, yeah. So this past week, a man actually suffered a uh, a pulmonary uh, embolism. Is that a bo- embolism? Embol- you got it right, yeah. Okay, nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. You're a doctor now. Yeah, while, while he was actually driving. But instead of calling 911, he just had the hospital take him to the, <laughs> he just had the car take him to the hospital. Yeah, he lived. Which is crazy. So he's just like yeah, he had to do like the final turns into the lot and then get himself into the ER, but um, the car got him all the way there. That's pretty awesome. That is that. I mean, that's it's a feel good story. That's a feel good story versus the other story that we heard a few weeks ago. So I just want to know if that guy a few weeks ago was like in wizarding robes and like casting spells. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We'll never know. That's dark. Yeah, it is dark magic. Yeah, so dark arts. Yeah, so Maxwell, what do you have for us? Uh, well, speaking of transportation, so do you guys? Uh, you guys ride bicycles? Yes, sir. I love bicycles. Um, do you like to ride your bicycle? I like bicycle? to ride bicycle? my bicycle. <clears throat> I like to. Ride so, my have you guys ever expected to be hospitalized for days and in need of a skin graft because your iPhone exploded in your pants? Oh God! <laughs> I've had several things explode in my pants, but never an iPhone. <laughs> I kn- I knew it. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Um. <laughs> Much like what we took a break for. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, unfortunately, this happened to a guy in Australia. Uh, he landed on his iPhone. He was uh, actually like doing trail riding, not on a road. But he had his iPhone in his pocket, 
and he landed on it, which it punctured the phone, resulting in the battery to burn through his shorts and two layers of his skin. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so now they got him on, like, drips and stuff so that he doesn't get infections, and he's going to be in there for a while. Wow. But Apple's uh, contacted him, and they're investigating it to make sure that there's also no foul play in their device, which that's kind of cool, but I think it's mostly just so they kind of cover their own butts, but no pun intended since they burned through his. (laughs) Um, Back in the day, uh, before the iPhone had a flash, I had this case on my phone. It was a battery case, but it also had a camera flash built into it. And I remember I was getting my hair cut, and all of a sudden my leg had this intense burning. I'm like, oh my God, what's happening to me? And I pulled the case out, and the the light had malfunctioned and would not go off. Ooh. So the light was just burning through my leg. I had to like open it up and cut the wire to it. Like I just completely disable it. Jeez. Yeah, luckily it wasn't this bad, but it, yeah. <laughs> Man, it I remember um, uh, maybe in high school I had a pocket full of change, and there was like a battery or two in there, like a double A or something. Oh, gosh. And it all made a connection somehow, and the battery started heating up my pants. And had a, I mean, it was it was just <laughs> enough crazy. to notice, like, whoa, this is not right. <laughs> and yeah. I took it out, but yeah, that was don't carry batteries and change in the same pocket. What's weird is when I very first had, uh, I had this warming sensation in my in my pocket. Uh, but what was weird is I didn't have anything in my pockets. I don't I don't know what happened, but I put my hands in my pockets and nothing was there. So I don't know. It's really strange. What front pockets or back pockets? Uh, my my front pockets. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. That was a coming of age day. Yeah, it was, and and you know what's weird is that uh, there was a hole in my pocket too, so it was just really strange. I think really I think what was ever in my pocket I lost. Uh, so losing things in your pockets. Uh, what do we keep in our pockets? We got our wallets, our phones. Um, chapstick. Some, some of us keep our wallets on our phones. Yeah, that is true. Like it. Uh, what Apple Pay? Yeah, Samsung Pay, Android Pay. I have my uh, Starbucks and my Chick Fil A card. I keep all my, my Reward Zone cards uh, on my phone as well. Yeah, so we keep all of our payments and reward cards on our phone. <laughs> reward cards. Well, what well, what cards on our phones? Us. We keep our cards also on our phones. <laughs> uh, so somebody else is getting into the world of uh, mobile payments, and you know who that is. Tell me. The suspense uh, is killing me. It, it's Walmart. I hate oh. that place. Yeah. So the new feature they creatively called uh, Walmart Pay. So they got real unique with that. That was called Currency when they first announced that they were going to be doing something, right? I think it was called Currency. I think, yeah, they were a part of that. Uh, yeah, it, and that did not obviously work out. So here's a process that uh, for Walmart. It requires you to download the Walmart app. Um, and then you have like your wallet in that app and then you have to scan a QR code at the checkout. So you basically are up there, the person rings out your stuff or you ring it out your, on your own. And then you, I guess you would choose mobile payment and then, uh, the QR code pops up on a screen and then you have to scan that with your phone and it does, it finalizes the payment. So it's like, it's a one scan thing. But it's not the Walmart basically said, quoting, they wanted to make the checkout process easier. Hmm. But here's the thing. is So is the easier method to use an app and not what we're already doing? I don't think checking out is that hard to begin with. No, but well, speed right. is always the thing. Speed, like how long it takes to actually check out. Like, Have you ever used Apple Pay? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like you just it's a second. Yeah. And you're done. Uh, Walmart is 
saying they want it to be easier than what it has been in the past at their business. But that's fine. However, they should have more registers. Adding then. a whole new thing rather than saying, "Oh, you're already paying with Apple or Samsung or Android. Let's utilize that." No, you have to download our app, scan this QR code, and do it in a whole different step. They're probably trying to avoid the fees. Well, not necessarily that. So, one of the big reasons they were in an initiative, like with a lot of the other retailers, like uh, it was Walmart. I think it was Best Buy. It was Rite Aid. I think. Uh, basically one of the nice things about when you are paying with Apple pay is that when you pay, it generates a one-time use code and the retailer or Apple doesn't care anything about what you're buying at those particular stores. The real big reasons a lot of retailers are getting upset is because Walmart and people like that want to know what you're buying. They want to know their demographic. They want to know your age, your income, all that stuff. And by going to contactless payment, they don't get that option anymore because it doesn't reveal your name, so they can't tie it to you. However, I'm sure with the Samsung thing, you are, or with the uh, the Walmart Pay, you're gonna have to create an account. You're gonna have to put your name in. You're gonna have to put your address in. And anytime you scan that QR code, guess what? They know who you are and everything that you bought at their store. Well, they've been doing something uh, for like the last maybe year or so where you get uh, you scan your Walmart receipt into the app. And it will like give you a discount if they find if like it'll price match it for you after the fact and then deposit that money to a gift card. But they're scanning your receipt so they know what you've bought. Oh yeah, so tracking. Yeah, so the big thing is is they use a lot of that to crunch information uh, as far as anything from product placement and where they where they put stuff in the store to prices. Um, so to me, that that was one of the biggest reasons they didn't want to go to contactless payment. And that also brings up another point, Maxwell. Like to me. The, I know that the chip system is supposed to be more secure, but it takes longer than just swiping and putting in a PIN code, in, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's like we're back to the days of yeah. writing a check. And I'm with you in the sense that if the process isn't – if you're introducing something new, if that new process doesn't speed up the process that you already have in place, then you don't need that process. Right. I will say I'd rather take a few extra seconds, though, for the for chip. The, oh, for sure. For the safety feature. But yeah, this like with the Walmart pay, it's not making it faster. And I feel like a QR code, though, I feel like that would be, I don't know, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's as secure, but like I would just feel like QR codes are easy to generate or like maybe easily hackable. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's interesting. I mean... I, I don't do a whole lot of shopping at Walmart anyway, so I'm not too concerned about this, but I just think it's I think it's a step backward as opposed to a step forward, honestly, in my opinion. So well, we all know what time it is, guys. Pick of the week. Boo doo doo. That worked okay. Yeah, yes. it works. It is what it is. It is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't. Alright, so Everyone's probably going to think that my pick is No Man's Sky. Uh, it is not, only because that is Justin's pick. And oh, I, way to ruin my pick. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, no, so I'm doing a razor then. Some new razor I tried out. <laughs> Philip yeah, Tomblade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyways, I um, one of the quirky things about me is I like to find different ways to shave my face and find out what works the best ways. Um, you know, I recently, uh, one, of my, one of my good friends, I was at his wedding, he actually, uh, as our groomsman gifts, he got us straight razors, and he got us the actual uh, horsehair brush, and then the can of stuff that you get wet, and you, you get soap and lather your face, 
And uh, I actually nicked myself with a straight razor. So uh, it's a cool experience, but it definitely takes practice. But um, I wanted to find a razor that it was easily easy for me to travel with that was not only a razor, but also kind of a trimmer. Um, and for those of you that have not looked at the Phillips one blade, it looks almost like a traditional, uh, it almost looks like a traditional razor. However, uh, it also, uh, trims as well. Uh, and you, you shave with it just like you would a traditional, uh, razor. You can either do a, a wet, a wet shave or you can do a dry shave. Uh, but it gets almost the exact same closeness as what an actual blade would. But what's nice is if you want to trim your beard, it also can just trim your beard as well. It comes with three different guards. I think a five guard, a three guard, and a one guard. Um, 45 minutes of use on a single charge. And if you want to recharge it, this is my only complaint about it. Is to And Maxwell, you tell me if this makes sense. It's 45 minutes of use, but to get a full charge, it takes eight hours to charge. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wow, yeah. that reminds me of the RC cars as a kid. <laughs> I know, I know, right? <laughs> you get 15 minutes of play after yeah. six hours of charging. Yeah. And the blades are uh, the blades are replaceable. I think a two pack of blades is maybe fifteen dollars, but you're not you don't have to replace them that often. And when I compared it to my traditional razor I use, I think a pack of three is like twenty five dollars. Blades are so expensive. They are. I tried to do like Dollar Shave Club. Maybe and, we should uh, get a sponsor like Harry's or something. Harry's and Dollar Shave Club, Dollar Shave Club both do sponsorships. Yeah. So yeah. maybe we should think about that and see if they'll send us. No. Uh, you know why I can't buy that? Because your face is sensitive. Uh, no, because it's probably fine for sensitive skin, right? Yeah, it is. I actually watched a YouTube uh, guy review it that's notorious for having a sensitive face, and he actually loved it. So, All right, so try again. Okay, go ahead. Why well, can't buy it? Because <laughs> um, you're tight. Because one. to quote one of my favorites, Ron Swanson, uh, <laughs> I cannot shave my face because I am neither a child nor a woman. <laughs> so you, well, I have hair on my face. Are you, saying that, are you saying that women shouldn't shave their face? I mean, they can if they want to, but I'm not a woman, so I don't need to shave it. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. Because I have a beard, because I'm a man. Because you're a man. I remember uh, one of the videos I watched on YouTube is like how a man shaves his face, and then the guy says, he doesn't shave his face. That's how he shaves his yeah, face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's enough about shaving and manly stuff. Let's get into non not manly stuff. Go ahead, Maxwell. First of all, Maxwell, before you say anything, can you do an impression of this person? What person? The thing you're about to pick. Oh, not not a good one. Okay. Do an impression of somebody else doing an impression of him. Okay. Okay. Um, but my pick is I kind of went back to the '90s and started reliving some episodes of uh, my childhood because, dude, these are timeless. They're so good. Uh, they're so good. It still applies today, but you know, it's that classic guy that what's the deal with animal plain food? Huh? <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? <laughs> is that uh, Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. The I, thought one was, the... I thought it was Rodney Dangerfield for a second. <laughs> yeah. <wasn't> sure. <laughs> I told you it was not a good one. <laughs> I, just, I um, thought it was Rodney Dangerfield doing an impression of Jerry Seinfeld. Right. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much, you got it. You know that. <laughs> See, that's what I can do. Yeah. Um, but, dude, that show is just so good, so timeless. And, you know, the characters are, are very uh, well created, I would say. You know, like uh, Kramer. Come oh on. yeah, he's so good, so good. And it's and for it to be a show completely about nothing, it rele it's relevant to life in every way. Yeah, you know how people watch The Office over and over and over. Me, yes, yeah, I love that's that what show. I could do with Seinfeld for sure. My favorite episode. I'm just gonna throw it out there. My favorite episode is uh, 
when they get lost in the parking garage for the entire episode. <laughs> yes. And what's funny about that that episode specifically is they actually used mirrors to make you think it was bigger than it really was. I've tried to do the same thing for myself, but it never works. <laughs> yeah, the mirrors. When I try to do the mirror trick, it just I just get more disappointed. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Justin, what's your pick? Uh, well, you ruined Spoiler it. Spoiler alert. Yeah, you ruined it. It's No Man's Sky. Uh, if you're not playing it, uh, start. It's um, I'm very excited uh, to ha- finally have it and to be able to play it. It's very good. Um, you know, we talked about it a lot at the beginning of the show. I don't yeah. really know what else I can say, except just try it. You well, know. Well, let me ask you something. It's just popped in my head. Yeah, ask me. Ask away. What do you think No Man's Skies means in the title? That no man can own the sky. I mean, maybe. I don't know. It should be called One Man Sky because it's not multiplayer. Ooh. <laughs> he told us it wasn't going to be I multiplayer know, just, from the I, beginning. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, that's a good pick. Uh, maybe one day if Maxwell's ever on PlayStation, he, oh, can, man. Wa- he can watch us play. We're going to try to hey, do a live stream soon. Yeah. Do you think that that game kind of takes away by not having other, at least humans in the game, even if they're AI? Uh, You definitely feel alone in the game. For sure, yeah. even if you're, I mean... You come across aliens. You come across aliens, but they're so few and far between that it really does feel like you're isolated. That is odd that the planets are like not populated at all, except for like one or two people. I know. Uh, our friend Hunter, uh, a.k.a. H. Brown, um, he, uh, he and I used to play a game uh, on Steam called Space Engineers. Have yeah. you ever played it? Yeah, it's a good one. So... Maxwell, you haven't played it because it's a PC game. You don't get down like that. But uh, Space Engineer is really cool because it uses it's it's really physics based. It's really um, you harvest materials, things like that. Um, but they actually had a big update where they added planets that you can go down and explore in. Um, so I think once No Man's Sky gets to the point where oh, and Space Engineers is also multiplayer as well. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I think if No Man's Sky gets to the point where the crafting system allows you to actually start building things other than just harvesting them for fuel and repairing your ship and things like that, I think that's when we can start to see, uh, you know, more of the game in, in regards to more stuff to do. I, th- I think I would almost rather see more of a crafting element as opposed to a multiplayer element at this point. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that's all. So, so... Let's get this show started. Yeah. All right. So now's the time where we wrap up the episode. Uh, it's the time now where we... Now it's time... Oh, uh, that again. ...to say goodbye... It's the time where we ask to you to follow us family. on Twitter and Twitch, like us on Facebook. M-I-C... Subscribe on YouTube. And most importantly... M-O-U-S-E... Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcasting platform. Thank you, Travis. That was beautiful. Uh, also leave us a review and if we get a hundred reviews someone gets a puppy it might be one of us I don't know <laughs> and share it share it share, share that it, puppy share it no oh, wait. Sh- <laughs> share the puppy yeah yeah if you see us post an episode or anything just hit the share button it takes one second and your friends will love it and we also have a store uh, we have a store and we have a sponsor Gamefly if you haven't heard us say it by now then you're just not listening to the show and I'm not going to say it again yes uh, so Maxwell looks like he has something important to so. say Maxwell uh yeah, gamefly.com. Gameflyoffer.com slash nerds with mics. Yeah. And that to keep up with the fat the tradition, let's get this show started. <laughs> That's the best.